Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That's one more thing to add um, to it. Um, I don't. Little known fact: Kyle's favorite movie of all time is Waterworld. Yes. Oh, yes. see, you know, I, I'm I'm aware. Yeah, I, I too enjoy that movie. So now we gotta be my favorite. We gotta get him little ears and gills. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be a super furry. This is not the right way. <laughs> oh yeah, we are getting all the flex. Those bumpers. Yeah, that was what that bumper was made for. <laughs> we literally just went in a big loop. Oh, okay, I see Jared up there trying to figure out the way back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think oh, yeah, there are we some bypasses. <laughs> we can go around and then drop down that way. But... Oh! <laughs> I'm going to just pay attention to drive it. <laughs> you do that. Uh, what were we talking about before? Maybe that literally just, the, the, whole, the whole bottom just went away there. Hey guys, you're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. If you like going into the outdoors, camping with your family, or maybe you're building a new wheeling rig, you've come to the right place. Thanks for tuning in. Keep following along. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. All right, guys. Cooper here. Um, America's Off-Road Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are out here in Sand Hollow right now, sitting in the cab of Howie for the first ever on-site uh, podcast. Um, I've got uh, one of the contestants, one of the participants, I'll say, not contestant, because I'm, I'm the only winner so far. Uh, I specifically recall a certain obstacle. Where I won. Where I totally dominated. <laughs> I completely dominated, and so uh, we are out here. I got uh, Chris Yeagers, uh with me. This is not his first time being at Full Size Invasion and uh, not his first time on camera. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What got you into uh, into off-roading? 
a couple of years ago I met uh, Chris. He's a guy who does a YouTube channel with me. Um, I was working with him. He had a cool little Ford Ranger that I absolutely loved. And we started hanging out together. Just by doing off-road things, I got into buying a Suburban and it snowballed. It snowballed from there. Yeah. So Chris, uh, Chris Squared. What's uh, what's the name of his YouTube channel? Reckless Wrench Garage. Reckless Wrench with yeah. a W. Without the W. No, because you're reckless. We're reckless. I don't know where if Howard knows where Howard is going. Uh. But I like it. We're going this I way. Agree. The I cool agree. thing is you're gonna see what we're doing. Yeah. That's all sandy hills. <laughs> oh, he's going to turn around. Oh, that's, that's nice. Oh, again? Well, I think he's re... Or is he just trying to himself. go this way? It'll be really cool if we do a podcast. First ever rollover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're bueno. Yeah, oh yeah, we're totally good. I was kidding. Kind of. What? I just wanted it, to it feel would, like I was It would useful. make for good viewership. Like I mean, put in on this. everybody knows what I'm like. Yeah. Um, this has been an interesting full-size invasion. We are, uh, this is actually the last day. First day out, Howie, all dialed in. As everybody knows, they've seen. Dave uh, went to work on making the body look good, uh, cleaning everything up, getting it all freshy fresh for uh, um, the uh, event. And uh, day one. I did my thing, yep. and uh, did a front ring gear delete. Just boom, gone. And then uh, um, was lucky enough to get a hold of uh, the guys out at uh, Red Desert Off Road, Dennis Nash, and he went ahead and got it all uh, dialed in. Nitro gear got me the gear sent out right away. Made that all smooth and sweet, and uh, I got to carry on on uh, ooh Thursday. Yep, yesterday was the first day back. Oh, that was wide. That, that one yeah, leaned you, over. You had, you had plenty of space over there, too. Did you, uh, have you had any problems with the old Stuburban? Um, when? Uh, this week. Uh, this week? No, actually. Well, I got a loose connector on that sweet little light whip I put on there, but otherwise it's, it's done pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I haven't had any transmission issues this year. That's That's phenomenal. I feel like we needed to go left back there, not right. This just makes it more exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. We're here to, to wheel. Yeah. And this is kind of cool. And I I've, mean, this isn't quite as plush as what you're used to. I, I've never wheeled in a vehicle that had AC in it. So oh. this is nice. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, and, and the seats, they really just kind of hold you. Yeah. That's pretty comfy. This is a cool little, you know, just when you think it's a water bottle, how interesting can it be? They thought of everything. They came out with something like this and totally blew our minds. <laughs> it's awesome. And the other thing that's really cool with Model Outdoors is you can completely customize your water bottle to your specifications. So if you want the whole package, you can get all-inclusive everything that comes with it. Or if you have a specific purpose, like you want to use it as a hydration pack, or like the attachment Cooper just grabbed, which is the shower attachment. Oh, yeah. uh, you can customize your model water bottle to however you see fit. So if you guys want the ultimate in hydration and portable water, make sure you go to Model Outdoors. That's M-O-D-L outdoors.com. 
Use coupon code AOP10, and boom, you just got 10% off your order. What? And guess what? You order the water bottle and you decide you want to get some of these other awesome upgrades, go back, use that same coupon code, you'll get another 10% off your order. Get out of here. True story. So, if you guys want to stay hydrated out on the trail. I think you need to say it like it is. So if you don't want to die, if you don't want to die, go to model outdoors, M O D L outdoors.com. Use coupon code AOP 10, get 10% off your order. Making hydration great again. I might take a nap. You, Would that be bad? You could. Yeah. I well, mean, I guess while we're doing the podcast. That yeah, be that'd bad. be, that'd be terrible. You'd basically be telling everyone I was boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God they can see your facial expressions. That's wonderful. <laughs> so um, you do. Uh, you got into uh, um, wrenching in off-roading. Was the uh, Suburban your first, like, legit off-road rig, or were there others? Uh, no, that was the first four-wheel drive vehicle. If I'm not, yeah, that's the first four-wheel drive vehicle I've ever had. And is the uh, iteration of it um, right now... Um, the uh, the final product is that uh, what you had in mind when you first started building it, and, and what phase of the build was your favorite? Um, it is not. So first, I started. I mean, I bought it as a daily that I could go play around in the sand near uh, near my house, mm-hmm. and it, of course, like everything, it snowballs. But um, I think three months after I got it. I bought another Suburban for parts, pulled all the suspension off of it, it had uh, like a, I don't know, two inch or so lift on it, some 33s, I put all that on it, and it lasted another seven or eight months Mm -hmm. before I did the um, shackle flip in the rear, Mm -hmm. I put the ORD four inch shackle flip on the rear, I bought a four inch rough country front lift. Okay. put it on 35s and went to Moab and that's when I tried making it out of the devil's hot tub Yeah. and I drug the back about 6 feet before the back tires hit the wall Ah. and no matter what I did I just I couldn't get enough momentum to hit the wall and keep going Right. and so we were joking about cutting the back off of it mm-hmm. and about 4 or 5 months after that I ended up cutting the back off of it ah. you were like I'll show you yeah fuck up so uh, I cut the back off. I cut it a little shorter than I had really thought about. Yeah. Because there were two people that had shortened Suburbans before that I saw that I took some inspiration from. Yeah. One of them we just got to see. But yeah. That, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty uh Mark Schultz. There. Yeah. Mark Schultz has one, and then Chuck Wells has one. Yeah. And I followed both of their ideas on how to shorten it. Um, a couple other key features, like the dove nose. Mm-hmm. And... Then, because I cut so much off of the back, there was nowhere for the leaf spring hangers to go. Oh, right. I would have way too much frame sticking out back there. <laughs> so you had to, I mean, naturally, you had to link it. Ab- absolutely. I couldn't add frame back. No. Why, why would I do that? Yeah, why? Plus, um, that's weight. You were really trying to lighten it up. Yeah. And then, um, oh, I just realized, this is the section we went down earlier. On the trail, this is part oh. of uh, um, Double Sammy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we just did a big oh, this, circle. We did. Okay. That's great. This will be great. Hopefully, it yeah. lets us pop out down here. 
I don't think it does. I think we're going to turn around and go back up this, but th that'll be fun. Yeah, look at all these lines. <laughs> Tons of them. <laughs> lines for days. So 35s didn't make it up the obstacle you were hoping for. And uh, I think I know what's going on. I think it's too close to cellulars or something. We got noises. There. Noises went away. Is it fair to blame Kyle for this? Yeah, it's fair to blame Kyle for everything. I mean, the, the people out there following along know that whatever happens that shouldn't have is definitely <laughs> Kyle's fault. Which, actually, thanks for bringing that up, brings me back to, um, you know, kind of a running poll that I have. I don't know if you've listened to the podcast at all, but if you were to pick what Kyle resembles more, is it a hobbit or a dwarf? And I just decided I'm going to throw one more into the mix. The next time you guys look at, at Kyle, you're going you're gonna to get it. But um, an Ewok. Which, which of those do you think, and this is my own personal little running tally on what, uh, um, what everyone thinks. So I've never seen his feet, so I can't comment on the Hobbit thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't heard anybody talk about Ewoks in a long time, so just for fun, I'm gonna say Ewok. Oh, definitely, I like it. It's the it's the whole face <laughs> thing, the furry face thing he's got going on. Can we get him some little ears? Ah, little... you know that'd be awesome. That's one more thing to add um, to it. Um, I don't. Little known fact: Kyle's favorite movie of all time. It's Waterworld. Yes. Oh, yes. see? You know. I, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. I, I, too, enjoy that movie. So I now we got to... It'll be my favorite. Though. we got to get him little ears and gills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a super furry. This is not the right way. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are getting all the flex. Dish. That was a bumper. Yeah, that was what that bumper was made for. <laughs> we literally just went in a big loop. <laughs> I, oh, okay, I see Jared up there trying to figure out the way back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think oh, yeah, there's we some bypasses. <laughs> we can go around and then drop down yeah. that way. But Oh! <laughs> I'm going to just pay attention to driving. <laughs> you do that. Uh, what were we talking about before? Maybe that literally just, the, the whole the whole bottom just went away there. Hey guys, tonight's episode is brought to you by Redhead Steering Gears. Kyle, what makes a Redhead Steering Box so good? Well, first and foremost, they are a family-owned and operated company, but they have unmatched quality. Because each worm gear and piston gear is custom fit, this allows Redhead to guarantee zero play in their steering boxes. Redhead also has over 500 vehicle applications available in their lineup and uh, is backed by a one-year unlimited mile warranty. So if you're on the market for quality and reliability, stick to what we think is best, and that's a Redhead steering gear box. Booyah. <laughs> that was really quite unique. <laughs> 
There's going to be rules. Podcasting <laughs> and um, and wheeling. There are going to be rules now. Um, okay, so now that I just smashed into that boulder with the passenger side. Oh, yeah, you're good. We, uh... So first iteration of full-size invasion, you had the uh, 35s. Um, actually, no. The first time I came to full-size invasion, I did I did Moab with just a couple buddies uh-huh. when I was on 35s, and then the first full-size invasion that I went to was in 2019, and that was after um, I got it on 41s. Uh huh. So I did the links in the rear. Um, since we were doing the links, we were doing an axle swap at the same time. Right. Um, we were looking at the front. We had set it on the leaf springs, and I didn't like the way it looked. Right. So Chris had radius arms on his Ranger, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's somewhat familiar. Let's just build radius arms and see how it goes. Right. So we put radius arms on it. And you liked that version better? Better than the leaf springs? Yes. Yes. Uh, with the coilovers on there, it was all all the better ride. I mean, now, granted, yep. I had... I had the uh, rough country springs and some whatever shocks. I don't know how good any of that was supposed to be. Right. But I didn't spend a whole lot of money on trying to make it comfortable. I just wanted to see if I could crawl over rocks. And yeah. Cool. Did you run into any um, any hangups with the uh, radius arms? Uh, things that, uh, like, um, did it bind at all? Yes. Whose brand of of uh, PVC and uh, and radius arm did you use? So the uh, the first time I did the radius arms, it uh-huh. bound to the like I couldn't get more than I think 12 inches difference between the tires. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to flex it, and because I was doing a couple sets of brackets that I had put on the axles and just kind of mocked up the the radius arms and I tacked everything together. Yeah. And every time I tried to cycle it, I'd break a tack somewhere. And because it would bind so much, yeah. So then I took one of the links off, and it flexed a lot more. I was like, okay, well, I don't want to do it like that because then I'd lose the the natural sway bar portion of it. That was another reason why I wanted to do that. Yeah, because it it because of its lack of flex, it works kind of naturally as a sway bar. Right. Right. And um, so I ended up, I just went over to the scrap metal pile and started cutting out some brackets, and made. I measured Chris's axle, mm-hmm. and looked at some of the other radius arm setups online uh-huh. and just kind of came up with some numbers and made some brackets and then I put it all together and I attacked it and it cycled a lot more uh-huh. so I said alright let's uh, leave it like that and any lack of flex you have at that point in time you could make up for with tire size yeah yeah. just run things over and the so the front still is limited in some ways you're good you're Plenty of space over here. Yeah, I'm just looking at where we're going. Oh, okay. Where'd they all go? They There's a road right down there. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, so we go back up to where we were at and head <laughs> left. Yeah, I don't. Oh, but you don't want to drive over all that. Yeah, well, this is, it will literally be the whole trail again. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking there has got to be another route here. This is awesome. This is going to make for a really good, really good video. All right. All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I put the radius arms on. Yep. And after we got it on the road 
And uh, 35 still? Uh, 37s. Okay. When we did the axle swap uh, went with the Dana 60 up front and the 70 HD in the rear. Yep. And the guy that I bought the axles from, uh, he let me borrow some wheels for a little while, and then I came across a deal on some H1s and a bunch of 37s. Yep. So I threw those on, but they were 37s as old as probably me. Right. Um, first time out. Well, I did a couple test drives on it. Everything seemed fine. We went and did Chili Challenge down in uh, New oh, Mexico. Oh, yeah. Right? And Las Cruces? Uh, a little north of there. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where exactly it's called, where exactly it was at, but it was north of Las Cruces. And I ended up shredding one of the tires the first day and also had some fuel pump issues. Mm -hmm. So we got back home, straightened out the fuel pump issues, put another tire on there, and then I was driving it to... Howard's shop one day and shredded another tire. And, and Howard is your co-driver that comes with you all the time. Yes. He's one of the uh, one of the guys affiliated with the channel. He just doesn't like being on camera. Right. So. <laughs> but took it over to his shop, shredded a tire on the way there, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing with these tires anymore." And I ended up picking up the 41s. The pit bulls. Yes. And then that led to a whole lot more sheet metal being cut. Yes. Because uh, you didn't change height at all? No. Yes, good. Which I can get behind. I like it when they stay low. Yeah, I actually wanted it lower than it was. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably about three inches lower than it sits at ride height. Right. But once I came out and did everything, uh, sitting in the driveway, it worked out great. But yeah. then once I actually put the suspension on it and tried to move everything... It, it just it wouldn't happen without redoing a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it looks absolutely phenomenal. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. I think it's rad. Barn, it. barn doors, all of it. I don't know if this is uh, going anywhere. I see tire tracks. I, I know, I kind of do too, going to the left there. Like, it's a little bumpy, but I have a feeling it was a little bumpy over there for them too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. I feel like we're making some progress. Yeah. We're going farther this way. Yeah. Let's just hope it's still a gradual-ish. Oh, there's, it's darker down there. Yeah. Like that scene traffic. Yeah, it is. And we get to have more fun than the other guys. No, this is definitely... They just dropped down over that edge, but I don't know that that goes anywhere either. We could just get stuck right in the middle of this gnarly little area. This is kind of the fun of uh, Sand Hollow. <laughs> like, every time I've been here, I've been like, okay, which way is it that you get out of here? Okay, here's a question for you. Okay. If you could only have one locker, which locker are you taking? Front or rear? I want to say probably a front. Yeah. Because there's a... Oh, that was slider. That was, that was all of, <laughs> all of it. I got it all, one shot. 
Sometimes these bigger rigs, you know, it's just one big truss fall. It's not like you can see anything. Yeah. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah. It felt interesting. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes when you're climbing up stuff, uh, you can kind of get the momentum to get the back up. But yeah. if you can't get the front up, then you're, what are you going to do? Right. Oh, you no. I winched up things. I agree. I think that's... I use I use the front way more than I use the rear. Oh, see, I use the rear all the time. Really? Don't you have a Detroit or something? I have a spool. Oh, yeah. See? I have a uh, Grizzly up front. But that, that was why I went with the Grizzly up front, so I had an actual locker and I had an open diff in the rear still. Right. And then I think after the first time test driving it, mm -hmm. we, uh, we pulled the rear apart and welded it. And then after I uh, emancipated the rear axle uh -huh. from the rest of the vehicle after jumping it is uh -huh. with the spool. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's seen some it's seen some fun, but uh, it always seems to work. Come back stronger. You know what? I think we're on a trail here that I want to say is the nasty half, only we're doing it in reverse, which is going to be really, really interesting okay. at the bottom. Oh. Oh, this is the one that starts by that tunnel down there? Yeah. Okay. It might be really interesting right here. Oh. Well, if you need me to poke out, I can... We could trust fall, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this thing has double roll bars. Right. And uh, some really comfortable seats. Really comfy seats, and I'm pretty sure I've driven up this. I don't know which way it goes, though. Uh, it kind of goes down that way, to the right. You're going to go, I would go straight. Go driver, yep, straight. And then as the front falls, we're going to go right. Yeah, because there's the path out. Oh, okay, so we can kind of do a weird out. Yeah. Um, you got a ledge about 10 feet ahead, I would... That goes, drops passenger, right? Yes. How big? Um, oh no, it's a couple steps down. Yeah, you'll be fine to go slow straight down it. This episode is brought to you by Timbo Tusk. Whether we are packing for a long day on the trail or just a simple weekend getaway, we never leave home without the Timbo Tusk. If you find yourself cooking with a Timbo Tusk, can you taste a little savory, a little, I don't know, freedom? Well, that's because they are designed, built, and assembled 100% here in the U.S. of A. They come in a variety of sizes and break down easily into their own carrying case. That way, things are efficient for you to pack for a trip or, more importantly, to get ready to make a meal. So, go to TimboTusk.com. Use the coupon code AOPODCAST, that's A-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get 5% off your next order. Now, back to our episode. Booyah! Go a little passenger? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, they can all hear me doing my breathing. <laughs> yeah. I put it in neutral so that if we've got to, like, go, it just goes. Yeah, that's what I do, especially when I'm in double low. Yeah. Okay, you can turn a little passenger. There you go. Starting to go down. Yep. One more down. 
Yep. That got light in the rear. <laughs> it got super light. And that's when I let off of the uh, the brake. Just went, <laughs> well, we're going to let momentum go. The funny thing is, like, the front, the weight, the front hit and, like, stayed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's unique. I definitely like the uphill more than the down. Uh, in general or just right here? Just in general. Yeah. <clears throat> right here, this this looks fine. I think. I think it looks fine. What do you think? Does it yeah. look scary? No. You look good. You got all these ledges that you can grab onto. All this traction. Yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily say traction, because there's a lot of sand in some of these little yeah, pockets. Yeah, there is. That spot you were doing earlier I thought would be a piece of cake. Yeah. But no, it was not. Well, that ought to look pretty cool on video. Yeah, there you go. Go little to the passenger after about four feet. Yeah, go forward. And go passenger. There you go. Boop, boop, lockers off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the um, nasty half. <laughs> Which is awesome. In reverse. Good for us. That's where we want to be, right down there with all the all the sand. That's where we're trying to get to. Oh, I think everyone came through here. I think we just wrapped around and came to the spot where they all were. Nice. <laughs> nice little detour. Yeah. Well, we got to go on a little more colorful route. Yeah. We got to do a nose wheelie. And uh, how long? So your your real job is airplane uh, um, hydraulics specialist. Is that right? That is correct. And uh, how long have you been in the Air Force? Thirteen and a half years. And uh, are you a lifer? Yes. I've got to the point now that I've just decided. I'm here. I'm here, and I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, that's good. I don't know if you know this, but my my dad was in the Air Force for 25 years. I did know that. Mm -hmm. He uh, enjoyed that, it was a really good career. Uh, let me see a lot of the world, it was a lot of fun. Okay. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, you said he was uh, he's a commander there in Turkey for a while, right? Yeah, uh, Eskishir. Oh, wow. That was interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird pivot. That was a really weird pivot, but I kind of liked it. It actually worked out really good. We didn't even hit the rear bumper, which I find surprising. Um, you know, where we want to go is like right there, but I feel like... Oh, you can... Well, that might lean you into those. Yeah, there. I don't know that I'll fit in there. However... God, I feel like it's like right there. What about kind of down there to the right? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's going to be our route. Yeah, it looks a little more bumpy than over here, but... Oh, look, there they are. Mm. Oh, it's bumpy down there, too. It looks really bumpy down there. I just saw the Suburban smash a rock. <laughs> Howard. <laughs> Howard. Boop, boop. Boop. Seems to be doing okay. Yeah. Army truck. 
this is uh, the alternate trail we were looking to do today. Is it? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I was going to say, that'd be a... <laughs> a lot less than half of us probably would have tried this one. Yeah, this this is... Well, the problem... This That's the other thing here in Sand Hollow, is you start in on these things, and uh, you just have to fully commit, because there's really nowhere for you to go once you've dropped in. It's kind of like, you're here. Yep. That's that. But... This is going to be a unique one right here. That feels better when the rear settles. You're gonna have a drop in about a foot. Yeah. It's about three feet, four feet down it looks like. I can only see so high over this <laughs> this door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Even with the window down, yeah. it's still a, a challenge. All right, yeah, there you go. Another foot and you'll be in the sand. Yep. I am trying to look, because it, it kind of looks like if we went that way, we drop right down to the sand. Like, they all went that way, but I feel like this is the way. Oh, that's a big drop. <laughs> that looks like a really big drop. Uh, I don't see what you're seeing, so I'm going to take your word for it. It's hard to tell. You want me to hop out? Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we wrap this one up? Okay. As, uh, as always, Chris, it's, uh, it's a blast getting out on the trail with you, having some fun, making some memories. Um, if you got any words of wisdom or whatnot for, uh, people in the off-road industry or just people in general, what do you got? Uh, I just like to tell people, don't be afraid to go out and have fun yeah no definitely don't be afraid to go out and have fun I think I think that might be one of the things that we actually say quite a bit you know maybe take a break from the garage and just go out and do it so you remember what it is you're in the garage for yes and do it in phases really that's the best way you understand what you like more and you get to use it more and it's a lot more fun so awesome on that note hey Chris thanks for being a part of this with us and uh Stay tuned for more in the future, guys. Woo! Woo! Peace out.